salutation. No! You know, I was going to suggest that we did the old intro because this is our last episode for a while. And then I was like, you know what? No, that would be too bad and too cringy. But you started but off. But if we just made this whole episode like the sappiest. We. Like, we did the intro from like the first episode and the whole time. Like, thank you for all the opportunities this has given me. Like, honestly, I've changed so much. And I feel... Well, you're well on your way to making it that kind of episode right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I fake laugh. I don't either. Yeah. Um, hi. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Um, in case that wasn't clear, this is probably going to be our last episode for quite a while. Because in the summer, Bronwyn will likely be at camp. And next year will be our first year of university and we're gonna have a lot of stuff going on presumably we'll have more important things to worry about (laughs) (laughs) that's a little harsh it's just like we we we're gonna have to prioritize what we do with our time and we don't want to make this like a thing that we we don't want to stress about it time to do it yeah exactly because then it's not fun and then it's like you can that energy is you know right not not the right vibe. Right. But we will come back. Yeah. Um, so this is your last chance for a while to email us all of your compliments and, <laughs> please you know, don't. let us know what this has meant to you. No. Because um, we probably won't be checking that email no, for a while. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> the spam is going to pile up. Yep. It's not going to be that many, are there? Oh, I you don't see them because I, I delete them all. <laughs> we get like five a week. We get like one every day, really? which is not a lot, but wow. it is a lot if you like. It piles up quickly, you know. We like we had a phase where we were like, should we buckle down and like make this official? Like we were at a fork in the road of either we can like really make this, you know, grow our brand, get sponsors, or we can take it you know just like not. <laughs> chill yeah and it we didn't you know we just didn't do the first thing <laughs> we just kind of left still, it so yeah yeah um so yeah but we signed up for some things and now get emails from them oh why did we do that that probably wasn't smart no. <laughs> yeah probably not hindsight um anyway anyhow enough about me um how are you doing how do we usually start this we ev- this happens every time we forget how to start a podcast how are you yeah. doing today bronwyn how am i doing today i'm doing all right i was preparing for this episode in a facetime call with some of our friends and <laughs> i was kind of just laughing um that's the wonderful. whole time because i didn't really know what to do for my my stuff yeah, this one's gonna be a little I figured chaotic. Out what I wanted to do, I, I it was funny, um, and I was kind of just laughing the whole time. So you know, that's good. Yeah. How about you? I'm also doing pretty good. Reading a very good book, and mm. it's a it's a trip. Which Super book? angsty. I'll talk about it more in the anecdotes, but it's oh, called. Oh shoot. <laughs> It's called The Song of Achilles, and it is so good. 
and so I depressing. I had no idea you liked but it. I love it. What? I had no idea you liked this book. Didn't know you were reading it. Sophia has been talking about it nonstop. Not <laughs> nonstop. It's great. Not. It's a good book. I support this. I have not been talking about it nonstop. I haven't read it for the past four days. It was not Whoa. Nonstop. Nonstop. It, isn't that impressive, by no, the way? Man. Self-restraint. This is what AP exams do to me. <laughs> Don't know if it's self-restraint to not read a book. It is! Um, <laughs> it definitely is. is. Do you know I mean, how hard it, it was? Because I knew if I picked up the book, I'd be up till 2 a.m. reading yeah. the book. Which would have been a problem, because I had tests and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Anyhow. Anyways, what's our what's what are we doing this week? What are we doing this week? Well, this is our we've already said this is going to be our last episode for a while, and it's the same format as the last couple of our episodes have been, which is just we talk about random stuff <laughs> that that we enjoy and that makes us happy. Um, no specific topic, just kind of whatever Generic. came to mind as we were preparing the podcast anything and everything anything and everything we just oh do you know what we should have done we should have had no notes and that would it have was been all cool. just improv that would have gone so smart. badly it would have been the worst episode we've ever recorded but it would have been an adventure yeah. anyways anyway um let's let's jump in right. what's uh what what's uh your first word my first word <laughs> is from the book the song of achilles the song of achilles and it is chironides <laughs> which literally means son of chiron who is um a centaur who is uh in greek mythology who's very well known for training all of the classic greek heroes um so like i think jason hercules theseus i might just be I think it, that sounds there's right. A, there's a possibility that none of those were actually trained by Chiron, but I think I'm pretty sure some of those sound right. Something I know like they're that. all Greek heroes, but I don't know if they were trained by him. But I think like but at you least Hercules and Jason. Yeah, I yeah, think you're right. I, who knows? But he also trained Achilles, which is obviously what the book is about. Um, and Achilles, uh... <laughs> song of Achilles. Achilles's boyfriend, because it, yeah, yeah. Patric- Patroclus. I, I never... Is it Patroclus or Patroclus? I should really know this. I pronounce it Patroclus, but I could be wrong. I pronounce it um, Patroclus. I feel like I've heard my Patroclus. Latin and Greek teacher, teacher say Patroclus, but I could just be making that up. I'm not a fan of that pronunciation. I don't either. And <laughs> I mean, I'm not either. Ancient Greek is a dead language, so I feel like you have... There you go. <laughs> so there are no rules. Um, but... Chironity, yeah. I just thought this was a really sweet part of the mm-hmm. book that just really made me smile. Um, so Chironides literally means son of Chiron. Um, and in this book, especially in the beginning of the book when they're all boys, like preteens, they all introduce themselves as their father's name and it's and they add mm. D's to the end. So it's like son of... Which means... Which I think guy, comes from Pides, which is like the word for child. Oh, Really? That makes a lot of Pretty sense. Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think Patroclus was Meno- Menoitides or something like that. Um, so son of... I, for, I don't know how to pronounce his dad's name. Son of Meno- Menoitides. I don't know. But, um, but... So Patroclus, who's the main character, was disowned at the be- very beginning of the novel. He was like 10 and he was exiled from his kingdom. Um, and so he is... And then 
later, he meets Achilles, he goes with Achilles to train with Chiron, and then much, much later, um, he is traveling somewhere, he goes to a new place, and introduces himself, and he doesn't want to use his actual father's name, um, because his father exiled him, so he introduces himself as Chironides, which is son of Chiron, mm-hmm. and I just thought it was really sweet. <laughs> I really <laughs> and, like, like that really as well, wholesome. for like, not wholesome, yeah, because like, like, like for, father figures, for... it was good. Exactly. Well, in a whole like it was a big deal that he was exiled because at the time that was your identity was mm-hmm. where you were from and so when he was exiled he like the the point was that he was no longer allowed to be associated like you erase from history the fact that he was associated with that kingdom and exactly. with his father so it meant that he didn't have a last name so therefore he went from a prince to like literally being a no one which yep. you know was a big deal Mm -hmm. i guess um at the time definitely not the best feeling for a 10 year old child yeah and and so the fact that he was able to be like now i have an identity like he didn't have a last name before basically because Mm -hmm. he didn't have that part of his identity but also like the one part of the book where they do take time to be like there is no drama it's chill it's like they spend some time going i really like it's the peaceful part it's character development, which I really like and doesn't happen a lot in books. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it, in the time where it's, like, peaceful and chill is when they're training with Chiron. That's so. been, I think, my favorite part of the book so far because there were descriptions of the yeah. nature because they're kind of just living in the mountains with Chiron. The descriptions of the changing se- seasons. Um, and also they were growing a lot in that period because they were, like, teenage yeah. boys. And so the descriptions of, like, them growing and changing with the seasons growing and changing was just a very beautiful and lovely part of the book. And then the rest of it is, like, war, death, betrayal. Um, But that part was really nice. That part is very, you know, people change with the tides in the ocean. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, and with that reference that no one except our friend Emerson is going to get, what... What are what's your wordlet? One of your wordlets today. Okay, my wordlet is lugubrious, <laughs> which is a wild word I'd never heard before. Um, I was reading my book for French, and there was the word. Don't really know how to pronounce it. It's not a very French-looking word, but I think it's like lugubre, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's a weird, wild, wild thing to see. It does not look French. Um, and I'd never seen it before. I looked up the Google Translate and it was like lugubrious. And I was like, I still don't know what this means. <laughs> um, and what it means is looking or sounding sad and dismal. <laughs> but it's a good word. Like, I mean, it, it actually, actually, that's one of those words that like lugubrious does sound like someone who's just kind of sad, just gloomy. kind of down, gloomy, yeah, upset. Yeah, but that's kind of the wild thing about reading like a book from the 1800s in French is like a lot of the time like I was telling this to Sophia if I try to read it word for word I get very confused also in part because I'll get like stuck with the vocabulary because it's very different from like conversational right and then I'll focus like it'll make me forget the rest of the sentence because I'll come to a word that I'm like I have no idea what happened and then that'll be confusing because like the sentence order is slightly different so you can't stop reading in the middle of a sentence and like understand what's happening so Mm -hmm. I kind of have to skim it and get the plot and then like 
some heavy Google translating for the description. <laughs> I don't know the words. Um, but I've actually learned some very interesting words in French. Like, yeah. I could describe something with, like, genuinely good like, <laughs> vocabulary now. Um, but not, would never use these words in, like, conversation. But yeah, it's interesting. What do you mean? I can think of so many situations where I would use the word lugubrious in a conversation. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, it doesn't sound very nice. No. What's your second word? Um, my, my second word uh, is apiary, which is a place where bees are kept, or a collection of beehives. And the reason why I know this word is because it is, without fail, every single year, on the practice exam for the national latin exam and for some reason they just really love asking us about um it's it's always a question about it's either like what animals live in an apiary and the answer is bees or like what word does apiary derive from which is apes which is bee in latin spell apes um, it is spelled apes and that is true <laughs> but i don't know i think it's actually a, a nice sounding word and just the idea of like an apiary yeah. being home for bees. It's just nice. I like that it's similar to aviary. Yeah, exactly. And That's that comes from aves, aves. I was about to ask that. The word for birds in That's Latin. Very interesting. Is there is that like a common theme? Is there like are there like different terrariums for different animals that are just different variations like aviary, apiary? I don't I don't know. No. <laughs> There aren't. We don't learn a lot of words for animals in Latin. Besides, we learn like... we learned bird, dog, and bee. Um, and I don't even know if we learned cat because I don't know if cats existed in ancient Rome. But... They're not very. They don't cause a lot of drama. Like there's drama with a dog. There's drama with a bee. You get a bee sting, or right, you're getting honey. Right, right, right. With a dog, there's like always a someone loyal gets dog, bit, like loyal guard, or dog. it's loyal. There yeah. was a whole. There's, if there's am... no drama. It's not good. I am still traumatized, by the way, from Latin 1, oh my freshman God. year. There is, we have the Cambridge Latin books, which were great. And, like, the entirety of the Cambridge not Latin sponsored. book. Not sponsored. Along with, <laughs> along with <laughs> teaching us Latin, they, the way they taught us Latin was they introduced, like, this family. And it was, like, the mom, the dad, um, the servants, the cook, and, like, the, the sons and the dog. Um, and every sentence, and our first sentence were, like, sentences were the iconic Grumio est in Kalina and Grumio was the cook and that sentence just means Grumio is in the kitchen so like simple verbs and vocab and stuff was the first and we learned it all through this family and there was Batella and Caecilius I think was the father's name and we so we got to know this family there were the Latin as the Latin got more complicated we got more complicated stories with the family um, all sorts of drama was happening. It was great. We got, we all got attached to this family. The last unit of freshman year Latin was the eruption of Mount Vesuvius and the burial of Pompeii in Ash. And so for the last unit, our, all of our vocab word was like lava, ash, volcano, <laughs> the, and death, um, grief, sadness, it, just all that in Latin. And we had to read the, this passage about how and when and, and where all of the members of the family died, including the dog. And it was That's traumatizing. Horrible. I actually remember everyone leaving and being like, 
yeah oh my god we, like everyone's like i remember people talking about like oh my god like don't like spoil but like oh my god have you gotten to this part yet (laughs) it's your latin textbook (laughs) we got attached it was a whole year with these characters it's great it's very very good he must that must be his the latin teacher's favorite part of every year (laughs) like watching everyone just be like oh my goodness yeah i don't know wait (laughs) It, it was it was a rough end um what is your second wordlet? I just want to make clear that I did not endorse this. Okay. You so, good luck, by at the way. First, good luck. At first, I was like, I had no idea what I was gonna do for this episode. Like I didn't have any idea. I was like kinda looking I found one word, I found lugubrious, and then I was like, I don't know what to do for the second word. And then as a joke, because I noticed Sophia was on the dock editing at the same time as I was creating her notes. So I like messaged her and I was like, hey, should I do this word? And she was like, absolutely not. That's ridiculous. So of course I was like, okay, I'm going to do this word. But I was planning on just doing it as a placeholder and finding a different one. I told but then I was you like, not I to. actually could talk about oh this. Oh my God. I could talk about this. Don't. So oh the word that I am using is a slang word. <laughs> um, <laughs> something the kids say. Oh, love. <laughs> um, you should definitely... No. If you want to like no. be no, if you want to be listen, no. relevant and cool, nobody listen you to Bronwyn. Use this. Um, and the word is pog champ. Oh now, this is like what the, a word that like the gamers use. This is like not something it's, I am going to or will ever use in my vocabulary. I and the people who use it that. typically are <laughs> okay. Well, the people who use it typically. I wouldn't like I did not know this word until like three months ago. It is basically what it means what it means is it is um the first part pog pog is the abbreviation for play of the game so like when you do something really cool that like is the coolest part of the game that's the play of the game pog and but it's used as like a oh cool so a lot of the time something will happen they're like oh pog that's great um and then champ like pog champ is like oh my god like you are like someone who that's like play of the game all the time like you're like the coolest person right <laughs> so pop champ and again like very very niche slang yeah just so specific however the reason i'm i actually think i can talk about this is recently I have heard some people use it not just in a nerdy, like, video game context of, like, oh my god, Pog Champ, like, I'm so good at video games. But instead... <laughs> that was a great impression. It's... <laughs> thanks. There are some people who do, like, it's, like, collaborative storytelling is how my friend described it, and it's basically, they create... It's kind of like D&D, like, they create a story, and the medium through which they use it is a game, and they... But they're basically acting and doing improv their characters they have these characters in a video game yeah and it's like storytelling and it's really interesting because as opposed to like a tv show or movie it's like basically live theater but through like a very unorthodox medium mm-hmm. um like that's honestly the best way i can describe it that's a very good way of putting it actually yeah, yeah. but all of these nerdy kids who are like again <laughs> gonna be honest probably not people who i 
would think that I would, you know, typically get to know very well or just wouldn't run in the same circles as them because of their fan base, which is quite diverse. It's like all these teenage boys who play video games, but their fan base is like not that at all. It's like quite diverse, (laughs) like quite a lot of like LGBT folks, um, a lot of like a lot of girls but not who are like oh you're cute it's like who are just genuine fans of it Mm -hmm. it's like a it's the demographic of the of the fan base is like really unexpected which has led to all of these people all of these streamers to have like a really good grasp of social justice concepts which is like wild because they're all of these like it's they're all of these like straight white boys who <laughs> through no fault of their own just haven't been exposed mm-hmm. to a lot of wouldn't traditionally be exposed to a lot of different groups of people so. a lot of them live in europe so like yep the diversity like is even less mm-hmm. i will say in most places um so like they they wouldn't just based on that demographic and to generalize it is unusual like not typical for them to have as good a grasp of social justice concepts right and they just have gotten that through osmosis like through their fan base well it's also really valuable too because because their fan base is so collectively diverse and like more aware of these social issues they get educated by their fan base like in these are all twitch streamers so they have a chat and so they will so ask, it's live like so it's live yeah and so they will ask something like um a lot of questions come up about gender and sexuality and so i saw a clip of one of these yeah young straight white boys um asking like what is gender envy i keep hearing people talking about gender envy yeah what is this i don't understand it and then he sat and like read his chat and read the people who experienced gender envy explaining gender envy to this person who had yeah. no concept of what it was which again he, like, like i don't blame him for having no like i understand no, no, no. like it's yeah why he wouldn't but like and it's so it's not you know um a it's it's completely typical for people and like normal for people not to know that but it's very good if you have an opportunity to learn about that yes and these guys are just in an, a position where they have that opportunity and it's really it's really nice to see it happening like in front of your eyes yeah. like and i was more talking really about valid. not not the to shame yeah. him for not knowing it bef- before but the fact that he was like oh i don't know that i want because to learn for, please teach me because we've had this conversation so before yeah like it's i personally don't have a problem with if someone doesn't know something um as long as they're like genuinely wanting to learn right like I find that, like, if anything, like, that's the best possible situation. That's what, like, is the most validating is to hear someone say, oh, I've never heard that before. What does it mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's amazing to hear. Yep. Um, and all of these guys have had that. So back to the word podcast, it's really <laughs> funny to hear them instead of your typical, like, oh, my God, like, you just, like, saved this game. Oh, my God, you're so pog champ. It's like, oh, cool. You just, like, came out to your family, pog champ. Like, yeah. Or, like, oh, cool. You just did this really difficult thing that I have no context for. But, like, you're great. Like, pog. <laughs> like, yeah. it's really funny to see them use this, like, lingo, which is not at all associated typically with, with things in a very, like, sweet and genuine way. And it's the kind of thing, like, one of my favorite things is seeing just people uh 
kind of defying your expectations yeah with that kind of thing because it's like the bar like you know your expect yeah and and it's like when you see like I remember one time I was skiing and you know there are all the people who like go to the train park and are like very macho and like doing their tricks and like a kid fell in like a ski lesson like a six-year-old this whole group of like people on the way to the train park like you know all broing out like stopped and like helped them and like went and told the instructor and like they were the people who like made sure like this kid was okay and it's like those kind of moments where you're like okay like you know this is this is very good and like I it's 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 uh, unexpected and very very nice (laughs) yeah it's very nice so yeah that was why I decided to that, you know um, what you saved it. I was word. suspicious, but that was a good. Yeah. that was a good way of phrasing. The, it. the, the I, I did my whole thing, and under it, there's a note which is, "Oh my God, love, why?" <laughs> <laughs> I so you explained that very well. Um, I had low expectations for how you were going I could to tell. integrate Hog Champ into because as you explained the origin is not to be honest is pretty toxic like it's not yeah (laughs) it's not a um yeah i think that is the thing that's so special about this um they're like the dream smp minecraft youtubers the it's that kind of community yeah is that you kind of expect it to be toxic and rough but it's very much not and that's really nice to see and it's like it's young people right yeah. like and they're I know all still learning it's but... really common for all all of these people are in a position where social pressure pressure from people their age like basically their peers are in every way i think influencing them not to be like this mm-hmm. and being able to be secure because most of them are guys so like yeah. being secure enough in your masculinity to like be able to have conversations about like gender yeah. or you know things like that where it's like I understand why a lot of I think it should change but I understand why a lot of guys aren't in the position to do that or just mm-hmm. like have don't do that but it's really nice when you like can see like a 16 year old guy be like who's like completely like straight <laughs> you know like and so straight <laughs> yeah who who like has said that before yeah, you yeah, know yeah. it's not like who's like oh like that I never knew that before oh I'm like like genuinely supportive and, mm-hmm. and caring about you know yeah definitely <laughs> other groups of people exactly anyways very valid yeah what's your first quote um my first quote is very much different and maybe i should do both of my quotes because i think all of your quotes yeah. are very different from my two quotes um so my first one is from the song of achilles very very good book and i just really like the way this book is written Um, I think it's really beautiful, the language. I can picture things very clearly, which is always helps me stay interested in a book is when I can see what's (laughs) going on in my head. Um, And I just really liked this one. And the quote is, We were like gods at the dawning of the world, and our joy was so bright we could see nothing else but the other. Isn't that great? (laughs) I love that. Especially just the idea of joy being light and specifically light that is so bright but like brightness that blocks out everything else except the thing that's making you happy I think is just very yeah I liked the I liked the way that was described a lot 
and it really resonated. I like the book has some really good descriptions that are like merging relatable to people in the 21st century while still being completely authentic to mm-hmm. ancient Greece and not yeah. feeling like a modernized version like it mm-hmm. does legitimately have the energy of reading which is like this is hot take <laughs> it has the same energy as reading like genuine ancient texts mm-hmm. except it isn't so far removed yes um but not in a but that doesn't like sacrifice like the integrity of like the storytelling or anything you know exactly exactly i think i had a note that said almost exactly that Hold, let me find it um yeah so i this was a part of my anecdote but it's fine <laughs> i i wrote that the author does a really good job of making an old greek myth somehow still really compelling which I think speaks to both her skills as an author and the timelessness of the myth. So, like, Jeez, both of them... this is what you're combined. doing in your free time. <laughs> annotating your book. I'm not in annotating. The... No. To oh, be sorry. fair, I am not annotating. I do not do that in my free time. <laughs> my bad. English class... Engl- no. <laughs> There's going to be a day where you're going to listen back to this and be like, okay, yeah, I was annotating. <laughs> I did, to be fair, I did take a picture of a page that I was like, wow, that's a good page. And I think I'm, like, one step away from annotating at the moment. I think you embrace it. I probably should. (laughs) My other quote um, is from a song that I really like. So I've been listening to Rin, I think it, I don't know how to pronounce it, Rin? I hope it's Rin. Rin Weaver. Um, And I really like a lot of her songs. It's kind of, like, a mix between pop and indie music. She has one mm-hmm. album, I think, um, but I I like a lot of the songs in that album, and one that got really popular uh, this winter, I think, was Pierre. Um, yeah, which is a really good one. And then found me loving play the piece. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a good song. Um, but then this past week, I started listening to the other songs in the album, and there's one that I really love that's called Traveling Song. And it's really pretty. It's got a guitar in the background, just like simple guitar, because of course that's the kind of song that I like. Um, and it's about um, instead of saying goodbye, I'll just sing you this little song about how like you know nobody knows where we're going, but I'll see you at some point. And so I'm just gonna sing you a song because I don't like saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. It's a really sweet song. And there was just a line that I really liked, which was half a heart is aching to grow. Soulmates aren't just lovers, you know. And I thought that was that's- great and really important because yes there is such a thing as platonic soulmates and i will die on this hill (laughs) it's true that's really that's that's really true right yeah yeah um oh so i i liked that and i like i just loved that that was a part of a song now you oh my god (laughs) you can't it's not (laughs) you did so well with your description of it but i still can't (laughs) can't take you seriously when you just say that now your quotes are very good but in a very different way please okay so i was like hmm what should i what should i make my quotes and so like we were explaining the dream smp that's the group of people who make um these storytelling videos and they um they stream live so like they are doing their acting and their storytelling like live um 
in front of on thousands of people. Streaming, yeah, on a streaming, sometimes hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, like it's quite, it's quite big. But it's um, because of that, you get some really funny moments. And I think I talked about this last time. Mm-hmm. Um, of just you get, it's not rehearsed. It's improv. It's live. They're not doing take twos for really serious moments. Like whatever happens, happens. And it can be really chaotic, and sometimes people will be in a really delirious mood, be really tired, <laughs> they're different time zones, so, like, yeah. sometimes it's, like, really late for some people. Um, and there are three people in particular who are my favorites. Yep, mine too. <laughs> um, and that's Tommy, Tubby, uh, Tommy, Tommy, Tubbo, and Wilbur. Yep. Especially and, Wilbur. We love Wilbur here. Yeah. Wilbur's great. Wilbur's a little bit older than them than Tommy and Tubbo. Tommy and Tubbo are 17, 18. Yeah, they're our age, I think. And Wilbur's a little bit older, so it's very much like an older brother vibe. Mm-hmm. Um and he's a little bit more mature yeah. <laughs> at times. Um yep. and it's a really, really funny vibe. Very nice. Um but Tubbo is very funny when he's delirious he gets tired and he just talks and to be honest reminds me a lot of like our conversations when we get really that's delirious. A, yeah that's a good point <laughs> when tubbo gets like, tired he it, just he just he just says of, whatever comes to his brain yeah. and they're really good friends so like it's a really um funny uh thing to watch and there's some really good like compilations of just like <laughs> tubbo moments is what they're called because he'll just he'll just say things and people are like that's a tubbo moment yeah um but yeah so the first one is tubbo they were walking along a path and tubbo goes i always wondered why you made this path so wiggly tommy says it was a wiggly time in my life and tubbo says i'm so sorry no man should be forced to wiggle against his will. <laughs> Which, who knows what that means? <laughs> I don't think he knows. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's very good. And they're all British, so you also get... Yeah. You can do a good impression, impression of uh, Tommy. I'm not doing a Tommy impression on our podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I can do a British another accent, moment, but not a Tommy. Yeah. Another Tubbo moment is he goes... How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Probably 11. So random. Again, who knows what that means? And a lot of these quotes, like, I read them, like, I feel like I've heard this before, but, like, I don't remember them, and I really enjoyed finding this, like, list of quotes, because mm-hmm. you don't need context, because they made no more sense in the context <laughs> exactly. they do without. Um, Wilbur goes, I'm very worried you're becoming too much of an egotist lately. And Tommy goes, what's that mean? (laughs) Wilbur, you're very full of yourself. Tommy, I am. It's because I'm great. That's a very Tommy (laughs) quote. Tommy is very much... (laughs) Confident. Yeah. (laughs) Like, not, he doesn't... He's not a jerk, but, but like, that's that's part of his personality. That's part of how he makes jokes, is, like, I'm being. Yeah. Then Tommy says, I'm a fan of bees, Wilbur. They're good lads. True. (laughs) They are good lads. I they like are good them. lads. Yeah. So just some funny I some like funny those moments. There, are, there are a lot of them, but a lot of the funny ones need some context. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, but yeah. That's those wonderful. are just the, a selection of quotes. Very good. What's right. your first anecdote? 
So my first anecdote, shockingly, given the rest of this episode, is getting back into <laughs> reading. <laughs> Woo! Yay! Um, I used to love, well, I do love reading. I used to, like, go through books just so quickly. I would pick up a book and I'd finish yeah. it in a day. I'd stay up till 1am reading books against, um probably my parents would I would like take a flashlight I would do the thing where I'd go under the covers and take a flashlight and be like hee hee I'm such yeah. a rebel for reading um <laughs> and but in high school I have not had a lot of time to read for enjoyment I've been mostly just reading for English class uh just because it's been busy and that is sad and I've like there have been usually in the summer I'll be able to read one or two books but I've still I've still had trouble getting back to that place that I was in in like middle school and elementary school where I could just mm-hmm. go through books in a day and and never yeah. stop and forget about eating because I was so excited about the book um <laughs> but there are there have been a few books this past like these past couple months that have been really really good and have gotten me back into reading um and the first one is a series that I return to every summer without fail and I don't, I can't explain why I love this series so much because it is not the most well written, the most like profound series ever. But it's called The Lunar Chronicles, and I love it. <laughs> and all it is is a, a YA book series, and it's a sci fi retelling of the classic fairy tales. Maybe I just like retelling fairy tales, I guess, or retelling stories. Um, but uh, it's the first book is Cinderella. The second book is Red Riding Hood, the third book is Rapunzel, and the last one is Snow White. And it takes place in, like, a futuristic um, society where there's a colony on the moon and Cinderella's a cyborg, and it's a whole thing. It's definitely very, very much a YA novel. <laughs> very cheesy. Um, but I really love it. I think the author does a really good job for, uh, to me at least, of making it interesting, and so I never want to stop reading, even though I know exactly what's happening. I'm like, this is, I I gotta read the next thing, because this is very good. And so anytime I am struggling with picking up a book again, this is the series I always go back to, because it reminds me, like, okay, I do enjoy reading, I just have to find something that yeah. I love and, and start getting into it. It just has to be a good book. Um, exactly. It just has to be a good book. So that's like my go-to when I'm like, okay, got time to get back into reading again. Let's let's. I think at this point Cinderella I know cyborg. I could I could give a book report on it because you could. I talk about it I, way too I, much. This it. is which is are... no. I it's good though. I enjoy it. There's some things that it's like. Hmm. I don't know if it's exactly my thing. I mean, I'm sure at some point I'll end up reading it. Um, I'm sure you, I'm I'll gonna. I will it. make you read them at some point. <laughs> I mean, I'll like probably. They won't it. take you very long. They're meant for. But probably there are a lot of things where it's like, <laughs> there are a lot of things where it's like, hmm. It seems like a, I don't know if like I want to research this or read this or take a class on this, but I love. I would love to hear like the the good bits, you know? Yeah. Like I'd love someone else to do that and then tell me like the interesting parts. Yeah, it's it's definitely. It's a good series. Um, and yeah, I talk about it way too much. Because I get really into it for like a week, and a week is about how long it takes me to finish them, and then I'm done for for the re- for another year. And then I'll talk about them again for a very long time. 
Um, but then I talked about this a little bit last time, so I won't go too far into it, but I did read Pride and Prejudice over April break, mm. um, and I was surprised and excited that I was able to finish it. Surprised and prejudiced. Surprised and prejudiced. <laughs> um, but I was excited that I was able to finish it in, in that week, and also surprised at how much I liked it. I thought it was really fun to see a book about yeah. a woman living in an, in the 19th century written by a woman living in the 19th century that wasn't yeah. just like sad and about like being oppressed it like, was oh. very topical it's very topical but it's like low emotional investment yeah like, you're just like oh this is chill nice. like i was like this yeah. i can get behind this <laughs> um, like no one's life is gonna be absolutely exactly. ruined or like if it is it's like they're probably There's, like the biggest not a great drama person. is like I offended you. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it was and also to really be fair, fun. someone eloped. <laughs> and to be fair, what? Someone did elope. Oh, I forgot about that whole plot line. It's a pretty important plot line. <laughs> but, but like, eh, it's fine. Yeah, you know? it's it's all They're fine. good. Um, but yeah, and it was also like really witty and really funny, which I was mm. not expecting. Like I was like chuckling at some of the characters who were just blatantly ridiculous. Um, so I enjoyed that quite a lot. And then. As I've already talked about quite a bit, um, I just started reading, not just started, I guess this past weekend I started reading The Song of Achilles. I'm almost done, probably end up finishing it tonight, the night that we're recording this. I'm worried because um, I know the ending because it's about Achilles (laughs) and Patroclus, so I know what happens to both of these characters, so I, like... I'm aware that the ending is going to be sad, and I've been told by our good friend Justin that it's going to emotionally ruin me, and I'm I'm very concerned. <laughs> yeah, um, you should be. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. It's a good book. I really like it. I like it a lot. Um, yeah. It's, it's definitely, like, one that's, like, I'll read this again at some point. Yeah. Like I, it's a good feeling to be in the middle of a book that you're, like, this is going to stay on my list of yeah. favorites. Because it's not only, like, oh, this is nice. But it's, like, this is also a really good book. Like Yeah. 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 Not only do I, like, personally love the concept, the idea of retelling um, mm. a Greek myth in a certain way, um, I also I also just think it's a really, like, beautifully written, which is sometimes hard to come by. So it's, it's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, and I can't remember the last time I got halfway through a book in a day. Probably it was, like either one of those um books in the lunar chronicle series or before high school but this one i was like immediately just i read it last summer and it was the same thing for me like it's one of those i found a few books like that where i was like legitimately like oh right i kind of realizing that it wasn't that i like stopped liking reading but that i just wasn't reading books that i enjoyed exactly yeah that is so it's nice to be like that is exactly it's not me it's you um and yeah just as i've already mentioned i do i do know generally not the specifics but generally how (laughs) where it's gonna go at the end but she's this author is still managing to like hold me in suspense and be like wait 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 but what's gonna happen next um which Mm. i think is really i don't know it's a real talent and i like it a lot it's a good book and i'm really grateful to it for getting me back into reading because i'm now hoping that it will be easier from now on for me to pick up start picking up new books and get back into reading again Amazing. What is your anecdote? So mine is animatics. Animatics. They're wonderful things. Yeah. 
So animatics, for those of you who don't know, are basically when people who are good at drawing um, (laughs) can either, they'll create, it's kind of like a mini animation, maybe two or three minutes long, about the length of one song, but it's like kind of stop motion animation of just freeze frames of drawings, and it'll either be like a summary of a story, or it'll be a certain scene from something, and they'll basically draw it out frame by frame, but like... And sometimes it goes as detailed as an actual animation. Sometimes it's literally just like freeze frames of certain scenes. Um, But it's especially for like audio mediums or like things that aren't like movies or TV shows, like things that don't really have like people acting them out. It's like a nice way to be able to visualize some sort of other like storytelling, storytelling medium. Um, and it's really, it's really cool. A lot of the time it's like the length of one song. So there'll be a song playing in the background. And a lot of the time there's audio from the actual scene, um, some dialogue or whatever it might be, but it's like kind of selected. So it's like a condensed dramatic form of whatever happened. The best ones I've ever seen are for the Dream SMP. They are, there's this one person called Saddest and they create full-blown animations at this point like they're not even animatics they're animations and incredible 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 like drawing really good songs in the background and a really really creative and effective like selection of the audio because again these are things dream smp is recorded live or like streamed live so a lot of the time it'll be a serious scene and then someone will do something stupid and they'll all laugh and then go back to serious like it's it they they don't take it too seriously mm-hmm. um they you know they still create really beautiful moments and like heart-touching moments but they're not afraid to like if something funny happens Goof they're not gonna pretend theory. it didn't happen like they're gonna it's so it's a little bit more chaotic and so they'll take this um animator will take the whole like maybe half hour long thing make it like four minutes with just selected bits of audio make it so much more dramatic like actually like so emotional and it's really 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 good there was one there are two that they did i mean it won't make any sense to people who haven't watched it but one of them was there was uh like a uh um people were trying to take back a city that they had lost and they they there was an okay there was an election wilbur aforementioned Wilbur um, created an election Wilbur's character then accidentally yep. lost the election for the city that he had created and then got exiled with Tommy and so they're like we're gonna take back our city our country I guess it's a country um, we're gonna take back our country and then they did but then Wilbur was like actually I'm a bad guy now it's all changed and he <laughs> blew the whole city up um, yeah it got rough and there. he turned full he turned full evil and this happened over quite a period of time. This was not four minutes long. And this animator condensed it all. They had clips from like 15 different people's like perspectives. They had snippets of dialogue and they had, it was like, it's like genuinely like, oh my goodness, this is like mind-blowingly good. Mm-hmm. And they did another one where... It was, I forget what was this one. 
more drama happened but the animation was just insanely good and they just edit out all the silly bits and laughing and have like background music so it's like so dramatic yeah so good it makes it seem just (laughs) like the most amazing work of art you've ever seen it's a lot like a movie trailer for it like it's it's the same kind of vibe of like I don't know. Action and it's actually how like... it's our two our two friends who so our friend Hallie was I think the first one who found it from the animatics and yeah. she watched the animatics and was like this is really cool I want to figure out what this is figured out what is it what it was and then told our other friend Emerson about it and then Emerson was the one who like really got into it yeah. and figured out what it was and then they told us through the animatics they were like here start with these and then here's all the other stuff for when for you finish sure. these and so it's a really it's a really good way to get into whatever dream it is SMP. that the dream smp content is i don't yeah. know how to describe it but it's a good introduction yeah no for sure it's it's probably all of these like there are like a ton of people in the dream smp like yeah 30 it's a lot <laughs> it's a rough approximation um and so there's a ton of content there's a ton of like kind of filler content like there's a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. there's no reason to watch unless you're like oh i just want to like have something on in the background while i'm doing work yep um so this is like and it's not super there is some planning going into it and there's some people who have like specific storylines they're working on but it's not that professional Mm -hmm. and this is like this person basically takes all of that and creates like a shiny yeah like perfect final product yep um which is really cool and then also in our D game um our friend emerson animate made an animatic for one of the story like parts of this like chapters of the story mm-hmm. that was incredible the it best was... thing i've ever seen so good especially because it was characters that we had made mm-hmm. so it was like so it was really cool oh because we were and i, I guess it's a, kind of a similar feeling to what these stream smp creators feel when they watch these videos yeah. that are created for them because for me i was watching it and i was like that's me i mean it wasn't me but it was my character yeah. um in the dungeons and dragons game that we were playing and i was like oh my god there that was something that happened i remember that i remember like playing as that character at in that scene this is so cool it's visual for me now it, yeah it was especially because it creates a visual medium for something that's not visual like that's the thing with D is it's 99% just talking yep sometimes you have like some visuals if you're trying to figure something out and there's like a map and that's like the most like you're not it, it's just talking and creating mm-hmm. a story so seeing having a friend who's able to draw that kind of thing is incredible because mm-hmm. Every now and then they'll be like, hey, um, I need to do some warm-up drawings. What are some scenes you guys want me to draw? And every yeah. time I'm like, please draw one with my character. Please draw one with no, my character. I always feel because bad it's just requesting so, one like, with my character because it feels so same. like selfish. But I also, please draw my character. <laughs> I want to see yeah. one. Yeah. And I'm sure it's the same for everyone. So it's yeah, like, exactly. okay, we'll take turns. But like, seeing yeah. my character <laughs> drawn is like, it's so cool because it's something that was in your head and then someone else is like bringing it to life. Exactly um but yeah and like you were saying because we all got to react to that and it was incredible and in the same way a lot of the members of the dream smp um whenever this particular person um saddest makes um animatics they all react live to them 
and it's really cool because they do all get really excited when they're like that's me that 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 yeah, I said that. yeah 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 <laughs> we're like oh my god their drawing of me is so cool because it's it's like it feels like someone took the time and drew you like it's right, like exactly like, but it's uh, your character i don't know it's really cool there's some other ones for different shows i watch like critical role um we've mentioned the McElroy brother pro- podcasts a lot of their funny bits are animated in a slightly different way because they aren't telling a story so instead of like animating the story it'll be pret- like drawing out the three brothers talking and laughing right, right. and saying stupid things <laughs> um but yeah yeah animatics they're a very cool thing wow this is a long episode but i think we can do it actually i was I think like we thinking should. it had went on and on yeah for sure, especially this last one. Especially because it's... Yeah, exactly. What are we talking about last? Well, last, you had this idea, actually, and I thought it was a very, very good and sweet idea, which was to do a little bit of reminiscing <laughs> on uh, the origins of this podcast, which was... <laughs> <laughs> What's our backstory? <laughs> Character backstory. Um, was it... It's been three and a half years, I think? Two and No. Half? No. Two and a half two. years. Two and no, half years. two years. Wait, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade. Three years. Two and, two and a half. half years. Two and a half years. Two and a half. Two and a half. Wow. I can't do math. Um, <laughs> yeah, two and a half years. So we started this podcast uh, sophomore year, November of sophomore year uh, for us. So November 2018, I think. Yeah. Um, so almost three years, yeah. That, see, it would have been easier if I had just said that outright <laughs> instead of doing weird mental jumping jacks. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a trip. We, I guess, I don't know how we want to format this. I guess I'll start with yeah the how we came up with the podcast, which was we were at Ambler Farm, a topic that we talk about constantly on on this podcast. We love the farm. It's a great place to be. Um, we were both a part of the apprentice program in sophomore year, which was like helping out around the farm, doing some harvesting, taking care of the animals, etc., etc. And one of our jobs, especially in the fall, was making a wood wall and like stacking. There was all this wood that we had, and we had to stack firewood. the wood in a firewood. Yeah, we had to stack the wood in an organized wall so that we could have a place where we could always find firewood for the evaporator in the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, which is the machine we use to make maple syrup. And so Bronwyn and I were stacking some wood. Um, we were we had just gotten into, or maybe we had gotten into for about a year, we were into, like, the McElroy podcasts. Yes, like, exactly. And we had we were becoming a lot closer. It was, like, that fall that we started becoming really, yeah. really good friends, um, partially because of those podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so we would, we would talk a lot about the podcast and the content of these podcasts while we were at Ambler. And so as we were stacking the wood wall, I don't remember which one of us it was, but one of us turned to the other, to the other one and was like, what if we started a podcast? We could do and a podcast. And it was like, I can't remember who it was, which one it was, but I do remember the feeling of being like, I can pretend to, I can just laugh and be like, ha ha ha, we could never yeah. if you didn't like the idea, but also like, but what if we but, did? But wait, but it what was if like, we did? It was, it was very much teetering on the edge of like, joke or wait. Like, ha ha, that's actually. ridiculous, but like, what if? Like, <laughs> you but, know. But like, but we could though. And so then as And we I was were, expecting it to go nowhere. 
Like, I was oh, expecting same. it to be like, haha, that would be great. And then one of us were like, so Monday? <laughs> <laughs> so you want to come figure it out? And yeah, we were stacking wood and just kind of like brainstorming, you know, how we could do the podcast. And then yeah. there was planning day. You want to talk about planning day? And so one of us was like, hey, let's, let's do this. And we're like, okay, it's going to be Monday. I think it was a Monday. Um, yeah. And you came over to my house and we we're like, great. So how do we make a podcast? I think our starting point was what do we want it to be called? Mm -hmm. I feel like we started brainstorming, realized, okay, well, what is it going to be about? (laughs) I have, are you ready for this? I have what is called the podcast Megadoc in honor of our friend (laughs) who created Megadocs. And we have our original brainstorming list. Of what we should talk about. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for our original brainstorming list? We also have our original Let's names, hear which I'm going to go back to in a second. But our original brainstorming... What should we talk about is the question that we wrote. We wrote words, inspirational quotes and phrases, cheesy, <laughs> oh, God. things we enjoy, D&D, cheesy inspirational tales and terms, and books. I think we fulfilled about all of them. I don't know why we had the word cheesy twice, but... I don't know why we were obsessed with it being cheesy. I think we started off really with that and moved away from that yeah. because I think you can be cheesy when you're credible, but when you're two high schoolers <laughs> who have no life experience, yeah, it's not funny Mm-mm. or cool or it's or profound just, or anything. It's just weird. no. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely think we were trying to be profound for a while. Um, we really were. For quite a while. I remember and being, I... like, on, for the, especially the two episodes, the first, because our first episode was, like, New Beginnings, and our second episode was Thanksgiving, and both of those times, I was just trying to, like, spout wisdom about how great yeah. I thought it was to start something and new. like, I mean, hey, we enjoyed it, so, like, whatever, it's fine. Never gonna listen back to those, like, ever, and... I would probably be very uncomfortable if I did. <laughs> yeah, but I, I have have, no you know, I enjoyed it at the time, and <laughs> and I'm glad we grew and we will continue to grow. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but we also, yeah. So we were coming up with ideas. Okay, okay. Now we have some ideas. We're gonna talk about inspirational quotes and fa- phrases and cheesy things. So we're gonna be sappy, cheesy, and inspirational. Wow, that's fun to listen to. Um, <laughs> then we were like, okay, 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 names. Let's, let's think about some names. And I'll, I'll read, I'll read some Please, this is so good. Um, shout out to thesaurus.com. Yep. So, first one, tales and terms. It's fine. It's not too bad. Um, inspirational quotes and anecdotes. Then we were like, we gotta find some inspirational synonyms because like inspirational we sound like life coaches and we're not (laughs) we are dense Um, writers yeah so in the meantime while we're looking up you know synonyms for inspirational uh the goodest time some great grammar there (laughs) jazz hands i think that you have to have a level of class to be jazz hands yeah and i don't think we were or are at that point nope we had poignant quotes and anecdotes i think poignant was a synonym for inspirational 
kind of confused about that. Yep. Uh, felt and gut, because again, synonym for inspirational. And we cry laughed so at that. that was the first time I remember, like, because when I laugh really hard, I think this has happened a couple times on the podcast, you could probably find it if you tried really hard, where I something has made me laugh so hard that I just, like, can't breathe and start crying, <laughs> because that's like, what happens when I laugh You stop really moving hard. and breathing. It's a little it's concerning, I'm told, to watch. White. Like, you, you don't look happy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Look, I promise I am. I just, like, start kind of hyperventilating break. a little It's very bit. funny. But we... <laughs> Thanks. Um, we were on thesaurus.com, as you said, looking up synonyms for inspirational. And among the synonyms on there were felt in guts and hairy. And for whatever reason... I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. I also thought it was funny. As did you. (laughs) And we both laughed harder than I think we ever had before that point. And it was great. And we were quite tired at this point. We were exhausted. Planning a podcast is difficult. (laughs) Um, We then had ineffable quotes and anecdotes. Neither of us had heard the word ineffable before, so we became obsessed. Yep. Um, Since I learned the word, I've heard it quite a bit, and I'm realizing maybe it's not as profound as we thought it was. However, (laughs) hey, Hey. still a great word. I still like Still a great word. Yeah. Um, Then, splendiferous quotes and anecdotes. And then we were like, okay, why don't we just go with quotes and anecdotes? Yeah, just gotta cut it down. To which our friend later pointed out, far after we had started the podcast, that that is not grammatically correct, and it should be quotations and anecdotes. However, what I would say to that is, I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> i don't um, <laughs> care and also be lucky you got quotes and anecdotes instead of jazz hands because i think if we had a i podcast, think jazz hands would be good but i think you have to have a jazz song for your theme song and you have to talk like a 50s radio show you know that's i i take i think jazz hands would be a great name for a podcast just not this podcast because that would be a really yeah. mismatched <laughs> vibe so, you know, I mean, we landed on something. Uh, we got there. I think I liked it because it kind of, well, it does kind of rhyme. Um, it does. It's a, gotta I love mean, it's rhyme. not a, I, I'm still proud of that name. It's pretty good. Yeah, name. I don't, I, I don't hate it. <laughs> wow. Um, All right. <laughs> then we were like, theme song. Not at this point, like, we're tired. So we're like, theme song. Okay. Looking up. Uh, royalty. I was gonna say cruelty-free. Royalty-free <laughs> music. <laughs> um, which there are a lot of generic ones. Uh, the issue was at that point. That was when I was really, really into like the sad songs. Like now, I, I can know. appreciate a sad song, but like you know, like calm down. Like I don't want to. Like I can't listen to only sad songs. <laughs> and at that point, that was. I just, you know, that was you my... You listen uh, to a lot of sad songs. Really, yeah, like, exclusively. Only sad and, songs. And, uh, so I was, like, looking up things, and you were very nice, and, like, yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> this one has ukulele. <laughs> and so we finally found two that were a happy medium. Um, and that was great. And then what happened, we were like, oh my god. We need to figure out how we're going to publish a podcast. And there's this thing when you're creating media that's distributed. It's podcasts, if you have a blog, I think like those that kind of thing. You have something called an RSS feed and it's basically just a way for you to be able to distribute distribute your content like through emails or like have subscribers. It's that kind of thing. It is confusing 
if you're if you just keep on seeing the words rss feed and you're like i don't know what this means and there was a moment where it was like do i have to code this because it is basically a page of code and that was concerning because i didn't know how to do that um and then we were just confused and we were like well this is rough and we're like okay we're tired let's leave (laughs) and then sophia's dad did it for us my dad was very helpful saved the day and do you know what we were googling rss feed we were we were sending emails and we were like so confused we're like what is how do you get one of these turns out there is a website called rss.podcast.com so you know it's not actually that difficult um and we did that and it's actually really easy to publish yeah podcasts you just copy and paste a link and then they're like we will review this and then they're like you're good (laughs) yeah it's it was not super complicated but um it took us a good couple weeks (laughs) to figure that out Mm -hmm. and then yeah it from there we started recording our podcast and it mm-hmm. was great. We and had our was... lovely friend Emerson create our cover oh, yes. art. That was one of the most exciting things. That like... was one of the happiest days of my life getting that text from them of cuz I think they sent us a sketch originally and I was already like this there's no way it could get better than this mm-hmm. and then they sent the like colored in version with the blue background and yeah. like our hair and I was it blew my mind. I was like, this is the coolest thing I have ever seen. It's still... And it was very cool because we commissioned it, so it was like... Yeah. felt very professional to commission someone exactly. to buy your art. Yeah. Yeah. So then what happened? We started recording our podcast. Then Do you want to talk about that? Podcast. Um, which was so lovely, and it we we became so much closer because it was like every week we were like oh we got to record the podcast this week okay whose house are we going Mm to um oh we got to record like are you free after or before ambler or like after robotics or whenever it was Mm -hmm. um and it was kind of an excuse for us to hang out because we would end up hanging out before and after the podcast like while we were waiting for our parents to come pick us up or whatever we'd just chill um and it was genuinely like one of the main ways that we became so much closer was because we had we felt like we had to hang out every week because we had like something to do and um, i think but for, it was also especially that, at that time yeah especially in that time when like neither of us could drive and yeah. like i don't know maybe this is just me but i it i kind of need an excuse to start hanging out with someone to get to know mm-hmm. them um or at least for a long time like i i would never just unless i knew someone really well i wouldn't like really be like let's go hang out let's go do something because i just was like yeah i don't know we don't know each other that well mm-hmm. um but you need to have those moments in order to, to get, get to know to each know, other better yeah. so it was really nice to have an excuse um to hang out because it meant that we were actually like hanging out and we also because we had something to do we were like learning how to we had like it it got us talking mm-hmm. like even more definitely and exactly like the act of recording the podcast even though that wasn't like we are a little bit different recording the podcast than we are just in a normal Mm -hmm. conversation with each other but through recording the podcast we learned a lot about each other because we are still like talking (laughs) and just like it's a slightly different um dynamic but not that different because Um, we met when we were like 10 
Yeah. <laughs> and we, I mean, you were very quiet and we met at the farm where I, at the farm, I was also pretty quiet and like, I don't know, some people I guess are really good at just like making conversation and becoming quick friends with everyone, but like we, we took a while yeah. to get I to know each other. We, we had a hard time How talking many, for a few it, years. I think it was like four, three or four years that we technically knew each other, but had barely and, and we wanted to like hang out and stuff and we would yeah. hang out together but it was always like what do we talk about yeah and you know i think it wasn't as big a deal as i think i'm making it sound but it was you know it, it we should have like gotten to know each other mm-hmm. faster but we just were both very quiet yep um so it was a very good icebreaker but yeah and it was wild the first few ones you know it, we laughed a lot, but like yeah, I think we were <laughs> really giggly and really nonsensical, but we thought we were really cool. Yeah, and smart and profound. It was interesting. Yeah, you very know, different, very different evolution. Time. We're so much more professional now, and um, I I never just, said that. <laughs> our our just we'll, we'll never be wiser. I think I think we've reached peak of knowledge and wisdom senior year in high school we know all (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah no and i think this is like our final you know evolution as characters and individuals and it's just who we are you know Mm -hmm. this is a joke by the way yeah please don't take Um, this seriously (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no it was it was interesting and it was very i remember we recorded and we're like we're gonna have to listen to this like in like a year we'll like listen back to this and be like oh my god like like much we've grown. and it was like a year later and we we're like i'm never listening to that episode um nope yeah so nope that was fun yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and i remember there was a point where i remember distinctly being like oh wait we don't have to record the podcast in order to hang out yeah i had to have that realization like, too like wait i can just hang out with Bronwyn. I don't need to be like, hey, we need to record um, in yeah. order to just spend time <laughs> with you. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, it was good, you know? Had a good time. Thank you for for podcasting with me. Casting with me, potting with me. Potting with me. That's what I know Hank and John Hank, always say thank you yeah. for potting with me. In their podcast that they do. In their podcast, which is much more yeah. professional than this one. But that's okay. And thank you to all of you for joining us on our journey. Yeah, thank you, everyone. And we're sorry this is the last one for a while, but we will be back soon-ish. Um, hey, you know, if we get enough compliments and... Don't say know, that, because it's not true. Thank yous and appreciations, then who knows, maybe there will be a special episode. Okay, that's valid. If we get... 5,000 reviews. No. <laughs> you. No. <laughs> What's our rating on Has someone given us, like, a one-star rating on, on Apple Podcasts? I think maybe. Really? <laughs> I know. Okay, we have 26 ratings. Wow. Which is quite a lot. So that means if you are one of the people who haven't rated the podcast, you are peer pressure are now being peer pressured into oh doing that and- so i think we do have one one star review <laughs> and 
I think it's from our friend who accidentally put one star because it's one okay, star. It says that we have two reviews and there it's a five out of five for me. Mine says 26 ratings and then it gives me one, two, well, three, never mind. four, five, six reviews. And the, the very first one is from our friend who I think mm-hmm. created a random spam username for herself because it's just like TFT. It's just a bunch of letters. And (laughs) (laughs) one star. It's one star. And it says, writing this review after listening to episode zero. So I'm not quite sure what an average episode is like, except that a feel-good podcast sounds like an awesome idea. I think that podcasts in general are good for just relaxing and enjoying yourself. But weekly episodes of fun times and happy feelings would be hands down perfect for it. And this falls into (laughs) none of those categories. One out of five. You guys, you guys seem like such awesome friends. And and I can't wait to listen to your next episode. Five stars. It is, in fact, one star. Oh, That's no. iconic on so many levels. <laughs> wow. Can you screenshot that, please, and send it to a group chat with our friend on? I, it? I will. Because I think we need some... We need to address this. Um, <laughs> there is drama. There and is... I am starting it. Okay. Well, <laughs> you have to start it, because I'm not... No, I'm kidding. There's not drama. There Anyways, no. guys, thank you. Yeah, thank you, everyone. This has meant a lot to both of us, so if you're still listening after all this time, or if you just started listening, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And we hope you have a good For... couple months. Yeah. Enjoy yeah. your summer. I mean, there's not really a point in, like, promoing our other stuff, because why the heck would someone follow our Instagram account <laughs> for updates? Because now, this is, this is not a good I time I think it's a little Instagram. late for that, so, yeah. you know. You're going to have to listen to another episode, a different one, a previous one, if you want to get the end of episode details. Yeah, there's always, I recommend the linguistics episode, because Mm. if you want to hear specifically Sophia get really, really excited and really, really rambly about something, I think it's episode 60. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See you soon. Bye.